It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. With the Washington football team on the brink of elimination this Sunday, how can they stay alive in the NFC playoff race? That and more on this episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked on the Washington football team with the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm David Harrison, Washington football team writer for SI.com's fan nation. He is Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Met Her show on the Team 980 Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Find them on that radio station and on the Odyssey app. We thank you for making the Locked On Washington football team podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And we are on Twitter at Russellmania621, at DHarrison82, and at LockedWFTPod. Thank you once again for making this show your first listen. And thank you to my co-host, Chris, for doing a lot of heavy lifting over the last couple of weeks uh, while I've been away dealing with a family issue. Chris, I greatly appreciate you. I've been listening. And obviously, as usual, you did a great job. Did uh, did a really good job of keeping this Washington football team fan and audience uh, base that we have here well-informed. Uh, unfortunately, things have not been going well. Mm-hmm. And a little bit more of bad news coming at the end of this week ahead of this game against Eagles. Yeah, first of all, good to have you back. Uh, um, you know, uh, I, a lot has happened since we've done a show together. I mean, the season has basically crumbled, yet here they are uh, still with a chance. And you mentioned bad news, and we know these last two games have been filled with COVID uh, list additions and guys that have been missing um, very significant uh, tight names. And, of course, when you mix those in with injuries – so you have the injuries and the COVID problems. It's a double whammy. And on Thursday, just, David, when you think they're kind of sort of coming to the end of this, maybe, hopefully, maybe they might be able to play a very important game still with their whole roster. Tressway and Sam Cosme go on the COVID protocol list on Thursday afternoon. That's your starting right tackle. And, oh, by the way, your punter, your only punter on the roster. David, can you punt? Uh, no, I absolutely cannot punt. <laughs> well, I can't punt either. So what do you say we do about this? 
Yeah, that's, I mean, that's obviously going to be a huge problem. And I know that you've got some names uh, coming up to throw out there in the mix, but I mean, the, the bottom line is you have to have a punter. Like as much as people don't really want to emphasize special teams, it's, it's often, you know, the forgotten phase of the game. I think Washington fans, unfortunately, Washington fans know just how important a player like Tressway really is for this team. If you're in a defensive battle, field position becomes becomes incredibly critical. And one one shanked punt or bad punt or big return can really flip a game on its head in an instant. So, yeah, without Tressway, I mean, that he might be I've, – I've seen Twitter traffic before say that Tressway might be the best player, you know, uh, relatively speaking to his position on the entire team. And I wouldn't really go very far arguing against that, that thought process. Maybe Jonathan Allen and Terry McLaurin could be up there in that conversation as well. But it's, it's going to be incredibly important. And uh, you know, you pose the question, what's going to happen on fourth down now, if they don't have a, a competent punter. And right. uh, I don't remember who it was, but there it was a couple weeks ago, uh, a team lost their field goal kicker. And they had other players on the field trying to f- to kick field goals. It was, like, it was in Carolina, Carolina at Buffalo. And it almost yeah. happened, quite honestly, for Washington yeah. uh, in the Monday night football game against Seattle when Joey Sly got hurt chasing down right. that blocked field goal. Remember, Tressway almost kicked a field goal. Uh, yeah. and, and now it's kind of spun around. And I agree with you. I mean, listen, they're going to need a punter. Uh, people might scoff at that, but what do you do if it's fourth and 10 and you're at your own 20 in a nothing, nothing game or a seven, seven game. I mean, that, yeah. that's absurd to just say, well, go for it all the time. Do I think Ron Rivera will be extra aggressive with this in mind? Of course. Um, but here's the deal. And it's kind of weird, right? They have Brian Johnson who filled in for Joey Sly and did an admirable job. And they have mm-hmm. now Joey Sly back on the 53. So they have two place kickers. Can one of those guys punt? Well, you know, when you do some research, neither one of them has any kind of ex- experience, you know, punting that I've been able to find through their career bios, through their career experience, through Wikipedia, high school, college, pro. So unless we're missing something, the answer to that is no. Um but 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 then the question becomes is because you have two place kickers and you kind of need a punter, can you just bring in a punter off the street, you know, on Friday or Saturday and have them perform on Sunday? And I think you might be able to get away with it. One name, David, to keep in mind is Kare Vedvik, who was here as an emergency punter slash kicker last year during COVID. So he's been with this staff. He's been with this team. He's been with this coordinator. uh, He's been with everything. uh, And he is, you know, more of a place kicker than a punter, but he can punt as well. And he spent some time uh, finishing up the CFL season with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, I believe it was. Their season is over. So I'm not aware of any of the contract situation, but it, I mean, it might not be unreasonable to think that Kari Vedvik could be, could be on his way back to Washington. Yeah. And I mean, look, if you're Brian Johnson, Joey Sly, I know it's, it's about what 10 30 PM on the East coast here as we're recording this episode, but I hope there's somewhere with a lot of grass in front of them fielding some snaps and, and maybe trying to get some punts out to show that they can fill that role, you know, at least to an adequate uh, amount of time. But I think, you know, when you look at the punter, uh, relationship with the long snapper versus the kicker relationship with the long snapper. At the end of the day, unless there's like a significant, I think, height, you know, disadvantage or difference between the two punters. Uh, and again, I'm not a special teams, you know, uh, coordinator by any means. But I think at the end of the day, the, the snap has to go the same distance. It kind of goes the same trajectory. 
it's not quite the process, right? We heard th- th- that word used a lot when we were talking about the Dustin Hopkins struggles. I don't think the process is quite as elaborate and uh, quite frankly, as important. Like we've seen punters, you know, have to jump up for a snap or have to dig one out of the dirt or, or adjust to a snap and still get off pretty good punts. So I think as, as, as important as Tress Way is in the field position battle, at this point in time, you're just looking to get an adequate serviceable punter on the field. Unfortunately, it does seem like there are some options there for them to go to, but you know, look with, with, with the state that the season is in, and I know we're going to talk about that a little bit more in the second segment. I'm not necessarily against Scott Turner coming to this thing saying, you know what, we're in four down territory. So we need to get 10 yards and four downs. So second and 10 is, is almost like a first and 10 type of situation more than a second and 10 type of situation. And you might see them third and third and six, third and five, get a couple of yards, turn it into fourth and two, fourth and one and see if you can't convert. I mean, at this point in time, it's, it's basically just put it all out there on the field and hope you get the help that you need. I, I think those are a couple of really good points. First, real quickly about the punter and the rhythm and the operation. I definitely agree with you. It is, I, I mean, without not saying it's easy, I definitely agree with you. It's easier to bring in a new punter right. than it is a place kicker. As far as Scott Turner goes, that sounds awesome. And I agree that's how they'll probably operate. The problem is, is what do you do again if you get nothing on first down, nothing on second down, or maybe one yard and, I don't know, two yards or, or one yard or whatever on third down, and you're facing, again, a fourth and seven, fourth and eight. What if you get a holding penalty and it's fourth and 15 and you're at your own 20? So that's that's, rough. that's the scenario that I worry about. Not you know what you do? You throw a really deep pass and hope that an Eagles yeah. defender intercepts it, not thinking about the situation. That's right. what you do. right. <laughs> Or, or or you grab a defensive pass interference. And, I mean, that yeah, hey, might that be a scenario too. that could play out, no doubt about it. All right, coming up, uh, I'm going to give you a key to the Washington uh, football team uh, getting a victory on Sunday. David will have his as well as the team tries to hang on uh, to their playoff position despite all that COVID-19 is throwing at them. It is the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Good to have David Harrison back. I'm Chris Russell. We're here for Built Bar. Guys, it's the new year. It's time to get healthy. It's time to get right. It's time to get back on track. It's time to eat better. And it starts with Built Bar. That's right. For breakfast as a meal replacement for a midday snack when you're starving for a light night dessert. Oh, Built Bar is awesome. And the best part about it, as we tell you about all the time, the soft, easy to chew, 100% real chocolate, about 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, 17 grams or so of protein and the most delicious flavors in all the land, whether you like mint brownie, David's favorite, salted caramel. I had one of those uh, recently. They are delish. Peanut butter brownie, also my favorite. Coconut almond cookies and cream, whatever you want. Built has it for you. And how do you get a Built Bar or many Built Bars? Well, go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Again, that's LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover limitations apply see terms at discover.com slash credit card 
All right, thanks again for making the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast your first listen each and every day. Make sure to check out the Ultimate College Football Playoff Preview 2021. Local experts, betting advice, draft analysis, the most comprehensive college football playoff preview is live now. All right, David, before we get to the keys to the game, uh, there are some scenarios, unfortunately. Washington has roughly about a 5% chance of still making the playoffs. The scenarios exist that they could win on Sunday against the Eagles and still be eliminated, which may or may not be a good thing. I mean, obviously a loss or a tie would eliminate them. That's kind of understandable. (coughs) Excuse me. But even if they were to win, if the San Francisco 49ers beat the Texans or tie, if New Orleans beats the Panthers – And if Atlanta beats the Bills in Buffalo at the same time as Washington is playing Philadelphia, if all three of those scenarios happen, regardless of what happens with the Washington football team, they're going to be eliminated. So that's what's at stake here. I don't know. Does that scare you? Does that, I mean, like, look, this is their own doing, even though they lost these two games, basically with a couple of arms tied behind their back. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're basically, in, and I said this on the crossover, we're basically in what I like to call the mathematically relevant part of the season for this team, unfortunately, where mathematically they're technically still in it. You mentioned they have about a 5% chance of making the playoffs, but the reality of it is most likely you're not looking at mid-January football for this Washington football team. And either way, and I, and I think maybe I'm, I'm making more of this than maybe it needs to be made of, but Either way, this is basically the final home game for the Washington football team as we know them. The next time this team steps foot on the FedEx field, they won't be the Washington football team unless, you know, Jason Wright in the franchise does something that stuns pretty much everybody, I think. I don't think anybody's predicting that WFT is going to be the moniker moving forward. Um, but I think there's, there's a lot for this team to play for. And to me, if, if I'm Ron Rivera or if I'm just a leader on this team, I'm, I'm looking at that. I'm looking at scenario number one, which is Washington loss eliminates us. Can't worry about the rest of it. We can't control the 49ers, the Texans, the Panthers, the Saints, any of it. So let's go out here. Let's focus on our mission, what we're doing. And so because of that, it doesn't scare me so much. It's just one of those things that let's take care of our business. And then once we're done, we'll take a peek at the scoreboard and see what everybody else is doing and how it's going to impact us. There are scenarios also that exist that would get us to Washington, not clinching a playoff spot this week, but also, you know, of course, in week 18 or game 17 next Sunday at MetLife Stadium. Uh, I would say this, just win, just win, baby. And, you know, just like Al Davis would say, just win, baby, and worry, like you said, about the scoreboard and everything else uh, after that. All right, why don't we go into our keys of the game? Why don't you tee us off uh, and, and, and figure out, if we can, how this team can get a win so that we have this conversation moving forward. Yeah, for me, the key to this game for Washington is going to be to get quality play from the quarterback position, whether it's Taylor Heineke, who, again, is going to be starting, or Kyle Allen, who may or may not get some playing time. And it basically just it leaves the door open for Taylor to potentially get benched. And I think that, you know, when you talk about quality, there, there are funny words in the National Football League. Solid means average. So when I say quality, I mean above average. So, so you can't get a C production out of Taylor, out of Kyle, out of whoever is playing quarterback. You need to get B production or better. So that does technically leave the door open for maybe like a turnover, you know, in the game, especially if it's early on and, and the team has plenty of time to kind of come back uh, from that turnover as long as it's not a pick six or a 
fumble return for a touchdown or a blocked punt for a touchdown, one of those uh, sort of things. But when you talk about the quarterback position, that's just something that we need to see from this from this group, really. I mean, again, it, it, the door is open for this to be a cumulative effort on Sunday from the quarterback position. So whether it's Taylor, whether it's whether it's Kyle, whoever's taking the snaps, this team, if they get C quarterback production or worse, I just I just don't feel like there's enough going on here to keep them to keep them viable, keep them competitive, and allow them to come out with a win in this game. What if it's Garrett Gilbert? <laughs> Garrett Gilbert. Yeah. Give, give me B, give me B product, Garrett Gilbert. And I yeah. think this team has a fighting chance. All right. There you go. Uh, it's, it's been a while since we've, well, I don't even know if we got a chance to talk about Garrett Gilbert after the game, uh, <laughs> no. in Philadelphia, the last time these two teams uh, met, I agree with you, obviously. I mean, they're going to need much better quarterback play. Certainly they did not get it uh, on Sunday night. That's, for sure. All right. My key uh, to the game is, is just getting back to, and, and maybe this is too simple and, and too elementary. It's getting back to what got them that four game winning streak. The only bright spot of the season, which is controlling the line of scrimmage with Brandon Sheriff back from the COVID list. He's missed the last two games against Philadelphia uh, and against Dallas. And to go back to try and control the clock, you know, 35 ish minutes of the game and obviously be better on third down. They've been horrible on third down the last couple of weeks. They haven't controlled the clock. They haven't run the ball well. They uh, have exposed the quarterback. They've turned the ball over. Uh, too many three and outs. Too many problems in terms of getting Terry McLaurin involved. No Logan Thomas. No J.D. McKissick. Antonio Gibson's on a bad wheel. Uh, they need to go back to what the only thing that has worked offensively on a sustainable basis all year has been running the football, controlling the line of scrimmage shortening up third down and controlling it for 35 plus minutes and resting a really banged up defense. I, I, I don't know. It, it, I mean, maybe there's another way they can win this game, but that's the only way I see it because it's the only way they've really been sustainable on offense so far this year. Yeah. I mean, we go back to the winning streak, you know, and most of those games come with Taylor and throwing the ball 25 or fewer times. There's a reason for it. And, and, and part of that reason is playing from ahead. So you can get some early scores and you can, and you can, use the ground game to milk the clock, but that's exactly what needs to happen. And the defense needs to step up, which, you know, we're talking about strength on strength. The rushing defense is the strength for the Washington football team, the rushing offense, the strength for the Philadelphia Eagles. You talked about the injuries, uh, you know, the injury to Miles Sanders, and there's some injury, other injuries, concerns going on for the Philadelphia Eagles that are going to impact them as well. Just like the Philadelphia Eagles game from before, very much a game that this team is capable of winning as long as they go out there and, like you said, execute where they can execute the best and in their strengths. And Chris, we're going to get into whether or not we think that could happen, which players are going to impact the most that this matchup and who wins, who comes out on top. But if our listeners think that the watch football team is destined to win this game and keep their playoff hopes alive for at least one more day or one more afternoon, or if, uh, if one of our listeners or a few of our listeners have, have lost complete faith, and think that the Eagles are going to run away with this thing. Either way, if your convictions are strong enough, you can put, your money where your mouth is at betonline.ag. Maybe make some holiday cash back from all that spending you just did showing your loved ones how much you care about them because BetOnline has more props, odds, and lines than ever before with the pro football playoffs coming up and the college bowl season also coming up. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all your sports action this year. Head to that redesigned website on your computer, on your mobile device, whichever you prefer. And when you sign up and make your first deposit, use the promo code Locked On, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. If you're not looking for football action, you like to keep your football entertaining and clean, you can put action on basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, 
or your favorite Vegas casino games, whatever it is, don't wait. Take advantage of everything available for 2021. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So don't wait. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available. Bet online where the game starts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Wrapping up this episode of the Locks on Washington Football Team podcast, David Harrison and Chris Russell back like we never left on Twitter at dharrison82 at russellmania621 at Pod. And Chris, we talked about our keys to a Washington victory. Now let's get into the nitty gritty. Not necessarily who's going to step up to get Washington the win, but which players we think are going to step up in this game for their side of this matchup and make the biggest impact on what happens Sunday afternoon. I'll kick it over to you. Who is your impact player, your predicted player of this game? Right. The best individual player on the field yeah. might just be Darius Slay. Darius yeah, big be. play Slay. Two interceptions, three, uh, I'm sorry, three interceptions, two fumble recoveries. Uh, this year, we know he can go side to side and match up with Terry McLaurin. We know Washington wants to get Terry McLaurin the football. They tried to do that on the first play of the Sunday night disaster in Dallas. It did not work. Uh, Trayvon Diggs picked it off. You make that kind of mistake again. Darius Slade could pick it off. Um, maybe it's an easy one. Uh, I don't know, but I, I think Philadelphia will get enough of a pass rush uh, that Slay will be able to sit there and stay hip to hip for the most part with Terry McLaurin and make a mistake out of something that Washington tosses up. I'll go with Darius Slay for my player of the game. David, you have an interesting one here. And of course, we haven't really talked about this particular episode since Sunday night. I mean, I addressed it after the game uh, in the immediate analysis, but you're going with a guy that's got a little chip on his shoulder. Yeah, I'm going with Jerron Payne, and it comes from the struggles. It comes from some of the inconsistency that you've been talking about, which you're 100% spot on with, of course, and it comes from that fight. I mean, listen, this is a game where Jerron Payne can can show the Washington football team, can show himself, can show his teammates really what he is made of. And again, I talked about this a little bit on the crossover, that with the Washington football team more mathematically relevant than realistically relevant, Right now, the team is kind of – I don't think they're going to talk about it publicly, but they're kind of shifting. I know that actually Coach Rivera flat out tried to deny that they're in any type of evaluation phase of this team. But evaluations are happening 24-7 when you're, when you're in a performance-based based business. So whether they admit it or not, it's happening. Deron Payne, I think, is one of these players that if this team's not evaluating, they need to be evaluating him because as you move forward with this franchise's future and the roster and, and the makeup of the team, you need guys on the field that are going to fight every play as hard as they can. Now, some plays, I mean, you might be gassed from, you know, chasing a running back 40 yards on the snap before. I got that. But when it's a lack of effort versus a lack of wind or a lack of availability or whatever it is, there is a serious problem there. Deron Payne needs to come out in this game. It's a division rival. It's a chance to prevent the Eagles from clinching a playoff spot. Keep your hopes alive. Again, last time Washington football team is taking the home field if Deron Payne can't get up for this game, it might be time for Washington's brain trust to start looking at if they're interested in Deron Payne suiting up for them again after 2021. 
going into his fifth year option year next year at a more than reasonable number. He's very talented. We know that former first round pick uh, 13 overall, somebody might be out there wanting uh, Deron Payne to be their guy, their main guy uh, in the middle. The bottom line is, is he does have a lot to prove. I, you know, agree with everything you said. Uh, and, and maybe that's enough to get him motivated. Uh, now he's going against a very good center in Mr. Kelsey. So uh, good luck with that. But if there was ever a time for Deron Payne to shine, it would be in this particular football game and to make a notice and to send a loud message to Ron Rivera and his staff. All right. For me, uh, I'm going to make a bold prediction here, and and this is probably uh, you know along the lines of of me being a little bit jaded, but um, you know I, I've covered this dude from the minute he walked in the door in 2011 as a first round draft pick uh, mm-hmm. from Purdue. Got to know him very well over his time uh, here. Ryan Kerrigan has not had a good year for the Philadelphia Eagles. He hasn't played much uh, at all. Played 15 snaps in the Tuesday night football loss. Uh, in Philadelphia to his former team, the Washington football team. David, something tells me here that Ryan Kerrigan gets his first sack of the season in his return to FedEx field and does his famous heartbreak kid showstopper celebration, but in the green, silver, and black. Mm, yeah, I mean, it, that's that's exactly how these stories tend to go, right? You could, you could see that happening in the, in this NFL story very easily. My bold prediction is, is going to – it kind of highlights a little bit of something that's been happening this season. As soon as – it seems like this year, Chris, as soon as we kind of start saying, you know what, maybe Taylor's got a little bit of something that we can see for the future, that we can see this team build on, he kind of has the floor fall out from under him. And then as soon as we're kind of sitting here going, you know, Taylor Heineke just probably isn't it and probably isn't the future and just kind of looks like he's not going to be consistent enough to be a starting NFL quarterback, what does he do? He comes out and he throws out a dime. Somebody calls in and says, you're wrong about Taylor. We get added on Twitter yeah. about it and everybody. So that's kind of what I'm looking at right now. I, I, we saw a member of the Heineke Hive on Twitter tweet out a video saying, look at this throw. This is what Taylor can do. turns out it was actually Kyle Allen. So that's where we're at right now in this story with Taylor Heineke. So you know what? He's going to come out. He's going to throw two touchdown passes, and he's going to run for a third touchdown because why wouldn't he do that hmm. in this situation? And, Chris, that's going to lead me into my score prediction. Because while he's doing that, Philadelphia favored by 10 points this matchup. He's going to lead Washington to a 24 to 20 win and just cause all kinds of chaos with one week left in the regular season. Yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, listen, that would be a, a good way for Taylor Heineke to finish. And it might solidify his spot on the roster next year. We'll see. I, I, I don't have the same level of confidence uh, as you, <laughs> I think, Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave, uh, you know, and maybe even Ryan Kerrigan, who knows, are going to make life. Uh, extra hard for Taylor Heineke, and, and that's assuming that Taylor Heineke can stay in the game. But uh, right. I'm going to go with the Eagles 20 to 17 uh, in this one. I do think Ron Rivera and the Washington football team will play hard. I think they will give a very good effort. I do yeah. not think they'll get blown out. I, I think they're angry from what happened, obviously, last Sunday night in Dallas. Uh, all the excuses or reasons in the world. I think they will be competitive, but ultimately, I just see the Eagles with a little bit too much, and that's even without Miles Sanders, uh, and we don't even know about the rest of their running back rotation. I mean, it might be Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell. We'll have to see. Uh, But I I just see the Eagles with having just a bit 
too much. All right, that's going to do it for us on this particular episode. Thank you for being a part of the Locked on Washington football team podcast and making us your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We'll be back Sunday night for some immediate analysis after the Washington football team and the Philadelphia Eagles wrap up and after we know what's going on with the playoff scenarios. So now make your second listen of the day, the Locked on Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q and expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. If you have a question or topic you want us to discuss, send them in, lockwftpod at gmail.com. And let's get that voicemail line going again, guys. 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577. That's going to do it for us today, Washington football team fans. For David Harrison, uh, we welcome him back, who's covering also the Washington football team, presshot.com. Fan Nation. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Ben Hurst Show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We are coming back next week right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.